What is happening, everybody? This is Ryan here for the Scale Up Show. Today, my question for you is, have you ever wondered if there's a way to multiply your time, your money, and your mind in minutes? So today, we're diving into that very possibility and showing you how you can use it to increase your income by 140% next year. Today's episode is brought to you by Superhuman Revenue. Superhuman Revenue is a weekly newsletter that I provide that provides cheat codes, tips, tools, and tricks on how to leverage AI to become superhuman. So check it out. It is in the show notes. Feel free to subscribe. If you are not a subscriber, I would love to have you if you're a listener, but not a subscriber there. And now on to the episode. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. Okay, so we have a very high stakes problem that's going on right now, but with that problem becomes an opportunity. And so what's really happening today is we're in the middle of what I call, or in the midst of what I call the messy middle. Okay, and the messy middle is specifically as it relates to the abundance of opportunity that's out there. And I struggle this with this myself sometimes. And, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things that this applies to in life, but specifically when it comes to AI tools, AI opportunity, there's so much out there and it's all been democratized. It's basically like you have the ability to do anything uh, anywhere, uh, but but you have limitless options, right? Like you can do this in, in any kind of way, shape or form. And so if we're looking at this, you know, what we need to do is really narrow it down and focus to get the usage and the execution and the opportunity. And so I, the, a good example that I want to give of this, and I could, <laughs> I, I mentioned this is something that personally happens in my life. Uh, there was a time where I would take a long time to make decisions on things, right? I've, I think I'm way past that now. I, I still have elements of that. However, one of mine, I, the procrastinator monster hit me and I had an issue on my website that needed to be updated, was very outdated, was not proper. And I basically sat on it for a year and a half. And the reason why I sat on it for a year and a half is I thought it would take me literally a day to learn it, understand it, fix it and figure it out, right? Well, what happened was I decided one day, I just got sick of it because somebody pointed it out to me and I'm like, you know what? This is costing me customers, this is costing me revenue. I have to get this shit fixed, right? And so I decided one weekend, I am gonna do this. This is a priority, okay? So I did it. And guess how long it took? It took me about an hour and a half to figure this out from a cold start, okay? So basically, I put it off. I put something off for a year and a half that only took me an hour and a half to figure out. And it was because in my mind, I made this such a big, hairy problem that would take so much time and energy and gave me misery to figure it out that I put it off forever, okay? And that's what a lot of people are doing with integrating AI into what they are doing and how they are doing it, Okay. So that's a big problem and a lot of it's fueled because there's so many options, there's so many availability. So what we're gonna do today is I'm gonna walk you through specifically how you can avoid that, how you can instantly implement it and set yourself up to give yourself a raise of 43%, which was actually identified in the Amazon AI and skills study that they did. It was pretty interesting. It looks like it, they interviewed over or surveyed over 3000 employees and it was close to 12, I think it was 1,234 employers. Right. And that was one of the things that the employer said, hey, if they have AI skills specifically in sales and marketing, we will pay them for 43 percent more. OK, so what we're going to do is get into how you could start actuating this right now and have a good time with it. 
and be one of those people that gets that raise. Okay. So let me start it off. So I think like I've talked about this before in multiple instances, and I've been doing a lot of guest podcasting too, which I find really fun. I actually was on one today. And I love the questions that they ask me because it often gets me thinking of things that I could share with you all if you haven't heard the guest show, right? So this one, uh, I was effectively asked like how to use it, how to implement it. And one of the things that I think is critical for scaling yourself when you're doing this is looking at like it through the lens of categorization, okay? And so I'm gonna give you like five categories that you look at today that you could easily implement it in, in your life. And then I'm gonna get tactical. Like what exactly do you need to do step-by-step day by day so you can start actuating this and accelerate it. Now, the good thing about this is even if you have already started using it and you're one of my loyal listeners, like this will give you other ideas or gas you could throw on the fire. So let's look at it through what I call the TEAMS initiative, right? Or the TEAMS acronym, if you will. So I'll tell you what TEAMS stand for and then we'll get into how to actuate this or specific examples for each one, okay? So the five categories that I see AI making a really positive impact in people's lives are through these five areas. First one is time, right? So like time, okay? Number two is execution. Number three is acumen. Number four is money. And number five is skills, okay? Time, execution, acumen, money, skills. Okay, so now I'm gonna do is walk through, give an example of each so you can understand how to, how to apply this. But if this is something that you're literally looking to master and be the top 1% of the top 1%, like these are the five buckets that I think as an individual, you could start to deploy or as people, if you have teams of people, I'm going to get into that in the next episode of like how to deploy this uh, at scale for a team. And I'm starting to talk more about this because I'm getting approached all the time from companies, some some smaller, some startups, some even bigger. I've, I've had, you know, multi hundred million dollar companies reach out to me. They're supposedly experts in AI on their product side, but have not implemented it into their people yet. And so... Let's talk about time. So one of the cool things that I saw as a use case, and I always say this, like, and, and want to educate people on both sides of it, right? So you do need to be careful about the security aspect of it. However, this, this is pretty cool. I like this. So ChatGPT has vision now. So one of the things you could do is you could take a screenshot effectively of your calendar over a five-day period, all right? So let's say a work week. Then what you do is you ask ChatGPT, it's like, hey, if you were looking to optimize and prioritize my schedule based on, let's say, these top three goals for the week, okay, how would you reprioritize my schedule, shift it around, optimize it so that I work more effectively? And then I would integrate something in the prompt of like, hey, I am a morning person. I function better than the first half of the day. And please help me enable more deep work, right? That's one example of time. So how you can look at your schedule, how you're doing things, and in instantly actuate that. Okay, so that's, that's number one. Execution. Uh, this is an area that I've used and I need to use more, but I, let's let's give you the example of code interpreter or data analysis, right? So if you have the $20 option for ChatGPT, what you could do is, I remember back in the day when, when I had a team of, of sales executives, we were in the enterprise team, and we were looking to look at forecast data and go to market data and analyze and understand that and look at trends and patterns, right? So one of the things that you could do now is you could take that data and filter it into data analysis, the data analysis tool or a code interpreter tool in ChatGPT, which I believe is actually multimodal now. So I think you don't even have to select the function. You just have to identify that you want to analyze that data. 
And, you know, an example that I heard on one of the folks in the marketing space talk about this is what they did is let's say they had a YouTube channel and a show, they downloaded all their top episodes, like, and then basically they fed all that data, all the titles, all this into the data analysis tool and asked it like, hey, identify the trends and patterns of the top performing episodes and give me insights that'll help me understand and continue to improve on the show, right? There's something along those lines. So that's an example of execution. So in the past, that would have taken line by line data, a lot of sorting, sort, sorting and filtering and kind of going down systematically through that. The third one is acumen, right? So acumen is what I kind of got me started on this path and really opened my eyes about what's possible. When I sat down and I effectively looked at, okay, from an acumen perspective, I'm going to test AI on something that I know to be true through over 10,000 hours of direct experience. And that was how a customer act, acted, what motivated them, what were their challenges, and what were their emotions behind those challenges, which was like my first, one of my first big AI posts that went viral. I think it was the first one actually. And it was like, how to sell or market to NEC level executive. And so what I asked it to do was effectively help me understand how and I'll give you an example of a title. Let's say a CIO at a 10 to $20 million company, specifically in the financial services vertical, is evaluated. And what KPIs are they evaluated on? Please provide the top five ones. Boom, it did it. Part two is I said, okay, awesome. Now, what are their biggest challenges in hitting those KPIs in a down market? And give, us, give me some understanding with that. Then boom, it hit that. And then the third one is like, what are the emotional challenges? And how do they feel when they're having those challenges? And hitting their KPIs. So we went all the way from like logic of how they're evaluated, what what are they challenged with, what are their struggles, and then how do they emotionally feel? So we went from logic to emotion um, all in one swoop. And that was something that was mind-blowing when I saw that. So that's how you could leverage it for acumen. Now, number four is money. Okay. And most people walk right by this one. Uh, there's a lot of things now that in the past you would leverage an agency or a group to do for you. And I'm not saying that doesn't make sense because there's still situations where that can make sense. But if you're in an internal organization and you wanna make more money uh, by deploying a skill of saving your company money, uh, it could be a very easy way to do it. Or if you're a leader, right? And so one of the things that I did personally is like I was looking at having my YouTube, or I should say my video clips um, process checked out and adjusted. And effectively, what we did is I was looking at leveraging an agency. Well, that agency would have cost like $600 a month. And I would have got a turnaround time in 48 hours. And for every video that I turned in, and that would have been the process for a month's worth of content. Okay, now I could literally do that. I could have my team do that with a tool that costs $30 a month and have that all effectively done. And oh, by the way, when I do the videos, they get done in like 15 minutes. Okay. So I go from 48 hours to 15 minutes and I go from <clears throat> like effectively, if you look at it, $600 to, you know, maybe $40 a month or $50 a month. Like that's, that's where it comes into money. Okay. So that's number four. Number five is skills. Okay. So this is one that I love because this is broken down the barriers in a lot of different ways. And so some of those for, are for example, is like, okay, I'm Ryan. I have a history and revenue in sales. And, you know, once I started my company, I got heavily into marketing and trying to understand that. Okay. But now with these tools, like, for example, I am now a graphic designer. And you know how I do that? I leverage Dolly. I leverage MidJourney. Okay. That's step one. 
Um, I'm a designer. I could do that. I could do text to code, right? I could type in a couple of words and have graphs and diagrams created. I could be a movie creator on runway.ml, or it, I don't know if it's .ml, but runway.ml, right? Where I can create a movie that I used to not be able to do before. I could be a musician with Meta's tool where it allows you to create sounds and music. And I could do that very, very simply, all right? At the same time, and I'm an expert copywriter, okay? I'm a content creator. I'm a designer. I'm a strategist. I'm a planner, okay? Now, granted, I, I was always a strategist. Like That was one of my things that I always loved to do is do strategy specifically for business and deals and, and to reverse engineer outcomes. However, a lot of everything else that I mentioned, those are not my core skills. And I figured out how to do those in minutes. Okay. So why I'm sharing that with you is because, oh, and the last but not least, I've even learned how to code. Okay. I've learned how to do very simple coding uh, with a website or other areas that I would not have been able to do before. Okay. And like I said, all those were in minutes. So graphic design, video, audio code. Those are all capabilities I did not have before that I can now do in minutes. Okay. So those are the five buckets that, that you look at time, execution, acumen, money, and skills. Okay. So why I'm sharing that with you is like, and now here comes the, the part where you could actuate all this. All right. I give you all the examples. Now here's a super, super simple way to do this. And I got excited because I, I haven't really talked to anybody about this before and I haven't even done this personally yet. But I'm like, what's the simplest way that my people can implement this? Because I'm a nut. I, I use this all the time. I use it in everything I do. I'm an AI first organization. But check this out. This is a way to, to get it started and break down the barriers. So notice that there are five examples I just gave you, right? Time, execution, acumen, money, and skills. Here's my challenge to you. Try it for five days and pick off one for each day. And this is how this is how you implement it and start get the flywheel going. Okay, block out fifteen minutes a day, actually twenty minutes a day. Let's say twenty minutes a day for five days. All right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to use one of the pick one of those categories and say today I'm going to focus on this. Right now you can do more than twenty minutes. Uh, I would when I first started I, I did like an hour a day just to like get up to speed, but just try it with twenty minutes. Right, fifteen minutes, maybe seventeen minutes using the tool. Um, using a tool to leverage and try and get back your time, your execution, your acumen, your money, or your skills. And I even give you examples of prompts you could leverage. So spend 20 minutes a day, maybe 17 minutes on actually using it and understanding it, right? And then the other three minutes, write down what you did and write down ideas that came to you as you were using it. So so it's it's a, it's a five and 20 challenge. Five days, 20 minutes, and you hit each one of those areas. And before you know it, if you do that, what's going to happen is you're going to have basically those five days of experience. You're going to hit on every category. You're going to have ideas that are written down and they'll flow to you. And then what I would say is just keep continuing it, right? Just keep continuing that flywheel and trying it. And what's going to happen is you're going to like want to use it more because it's going to make everything else better, easier, faster, and quicker and higher quality, Okay. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. I wanted to share that with you. And if you could share this with some other folks, like the best way for podcasts to get out is to share with other people. And I would love, love, love for everybody listening to this episode to be like, hey, Ryan, I helped make you know 143% more of what I made last year because of what you talked about self-scaling and how to do that with yourself with AI. Nothing more than I would love for that. So 
Anyways, thanks for being on the show. And I, oh, I forgot to tell you what's the next episode. So the next episode, I am going to do this like, okay, so I'm going to on how you can leverage this for yourself. Now what I'm going to do is how you can leverage it for your team. So that's the next episode. All right. So thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out the Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.